Thanks for joining us on Bobby and Tony the Unplugged, where the message is always truthful, authentic, and inspiring. For more information on Bobby and Tony the Unplugged, visit bobbyandtonylee.com. Now your hosts, Bobby and Tony Lee. Hello and welcome to Bobby and Tony Lee Unplugged. My name is Tony Lee Adamson and I will be with you for the next 25 minutes or so. Thank you so much for turning into KPRZ 1210 AM. Bobby and I are on every day at 1030 AM, Monday through Friday. We have a ministry called Daily Disciples, and we have had this ministry since 2002 when we started writing Bible studies for a church. And um, we love to teach. We love to train. We uh, have been working together a long time. We are best friends, but I have to say we've also endured many of the fires of life that you would think people who have completely and absolutely dedicated their lives to the Lord would not go through. You look at pastors sometimes and you think that their lives are perfect or they don't really have the trials or the problems that you're facing. And now being on the other side of having so many friends that are pastors and they are in my classes in seminary, I think, wow, their problems are just as great. Our problems are just as great as everybody else's. No one gets out of this earth alive. We're going to deal with problems. The difference many times with pastors is that they do not have friends necessarily to share their problems with because they represent the Lord and we expect to see holiness on those people. So they learned how to smile. They learned how to grin and bear it, but it doesn't mean that they're families aren't having trouble. It doesn't mean their marriages aren't having trouble. It doesn't mean that they have any less huge dramatic circumstances in life that change. Uh, They struggle and they need our prayers. So today I'm going to talk about how the rain does fall on the just and the unjust alike. That when Jesus came to this earth, he said, no one is going to escape the tribulations of the world. I mean, even if you don't know the Lord, just living in the world where it, the foundation of it is really sin, okay? Because we learn in Ephesians 2 that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. So that means everywhere we go, every breath we take, we are affected by that presence. So when you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you do have him take you by the hand. He can now comfort you. His spirit can now counsel you. He can now walk you through those times, but it does not mean you're going to be spared from those times. And we get confused about that. We think, well, God, if this is what you do to your friends, Lord, if this is what you allow with your friends, why would we want to be your friend? And I've got to tell you why. In John 6, Peter said it best, because Lord, where else are we going to go? What else would we really do? 
you hold the keys to eternal life. This life is not just about the 70 or 80 years that we walk out in a daily way. It is about heaven. It is having our hope in the things above, not on earthly things. It is about walking out our faith in a place of victory, in a place even of uncertainty and confusion. There are so many times that as Christians, we are so confused. I was recently just saying to my friend, Lisa, I said, you know, Lisa, if Bobby and I are going through these trials and we know the Lord and we hear his voice, then how do people who question if they hear the Lord endure it? And that's that's the truth. I want to talk a little bit about living with faith regardless of the confusion. Pushing through to show the Lord you're with Him. You're not going to run away from Him. You're going to trust Him despite what you're going through. And I know that that's a challenging, a challenging thing to say, but I've got to say I have lived it firsthand. So today on the radio show, we're going to talk about those trials and I am going to bring up divorce. I am going to bring up death and, uh, and many of those things that we don't like to talk about because they're not really addressed on Christian radio, but they need to be addressed because it's what we're dealing with today in Christian homes and how do we get through it and how do we look at it and how do we forgive ourselves and how do we go to the Lord when we prayed so hard that what happened wouldn't happen. So uh, with that being said, I am going to start in prayer and then uh, make just a few announcements and then get started. Lord, we do pray that your presence is evident to us right now, Lord. We pray that your Holy Spirit, the teacher, may counsel us, may guide us in your truth. Father, the truth hurts and sometimes it's just too bright to want to look at. But we do ask you, Lord, that you will help us to embrace your truth and that we can sense your love, Lord, as we continue to really walk out our faith, trying our hardest and our best, Lord, to please you. So thank you for hearing us now, Father. And I just pray for all those who are hurting right now, Father, I or confused or guilt-ridden. I ask you, Lord God, that your comfort and kindness may either lead them to repentance and may lead them to a place of freedom and healing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so Daily Disciples Ministries. What do Bobby and I also do besides this radio show? We host a Bible study on Wednesday nights at Oak Hills Evangelical Covenant Church in Vista. The address is 1920 Shadow Ridge Drive in Vista. I think the zip is 92028. Pastor Marilyn Williams is the senior pastor there, and she really has a heart for women. So we only teach to women. We like to be able to share prayer requests. We like to be able to talk about things in a way that's um, more personable. So we know that women do that best if there's just women. So we only have women there. And then Pastor Marilyn does attend. 
She opens in prayer many times. Many times she brings clarification to the chapter. She got her Master's of Divinity um, four years ago. So she's been the senior pastor of that church for that long. She does do a beautiful job of it. And what she has seen is that many women work on Sundays now. Many women don't want to go to church on Sundays because they don't want to make the effort to get dressed up and move forward, you know, on a Sunday and, and get out the door. So she wants to host the Wednesday study as a church service. So there will be times that we will take communion. We will do baptism, baptisms at times. But right now we're studying the book of Romans. We're in just the beginning chapters. There is homework. We go through the questions together. If you don't do the homework, don't feel badly. I just ask that you read the chapter before you walk in the door, even if it's in the car. And uh, and the book of Romans, Paul wrote from Corinth, and he was writing to the Romans from a real high point. It was probably after 2 Corinthians was written, so the Corinthian church was restored, and he was probably so excited about what God was doing in Corinth and that they received his message that he had the ability to write 16 chapters. And the message is very powerful. Uh, commentators and theologians have referred to it as the gospel according to Paul. So we have the gospel of Matthew, gospel of it's Luke, gospel of Mark, uh, but the gospel according to Paul. So we would love to see you there to learn this because it's about faith. The uh, book of Romans is about grace and how there's nothing that separates you from the love of God. There's nothing that you have done that can separate you from uh, God's will. He's going to help you. And it's about faith of just calling out to God for help in the midst of problems. So we would love to see you there. If you have any questions, you can go to dailydisciples.org or you can call us at 800-992-0369. So with that mini introduction of the Bible study, I want to bridge our conversation into marital conflicts that end up to be so heated that you find yourself going down this process of getting a divorce. Now you might be in that place now, you might be um, thinking about it, you might be so fearful over it that you can't even address it, that you've gotten to the point of being paralyzed with fear and you're in such deep depression that you can't snap yourself out of it or think straight. I understand all those feelings and it is only the word of God that's going to bring you comfort. You might even find that your loved ones in your family can't talk to you, they can't relate to you, they can't get to you and their counsel, even if they're well intended, even if they're loving, is just not where you are after um, living in the marriage. And you know, God does hate divorce, but he does not hate the people who get divorced. And God does hate divorce because of what divorce does to the people. It's like God hates sin because sin hurts us so badly. I've been on this mini fast, just kind of stopping sweets and uh, not drinking too much caffeine. So it's just kind of limiting my intake of certain things like 
like white flower things too. And I've realized that every time I've kind of eaten too much or I've kind of done something over the limit of the, probably the boundaries of the fast I even put myself on, that I realized that it just hurt me. That suddenly I'd end up with indigestion or suddenly I'd end up with, you know, some sort of stomach ache or... And it, it's not a coincidence. It's just that during this period of time, I believe the Lord has led me into this fast, not only for the things I'm praying about, but he's also led me into this fast because he knows at this time, those things are best not for me to eat. So we have to understand that when God says he hates sin, he hates divorce, he, it is because of what it does to the person. He did not want Adam and Eve to break that one rule. Why? Because it separated them from him. It didn't bring them closer. It separated that relationship. It breaks God's heart. And God knows that if you're going through something as heart-wrenching as a divorce, it is like having open heart surgery. There is like a, um, a death that takes over, an illness that takes over, that you have to kind of figure out how to get your heart to start beating again. And then your wounds have to heal. And then you've got to learn to walk again. And you got to pray you don't get pneumonia through the process or some sort of lung uh, issue. You can tell I've worked with a lot of open heart surgery uh, patients. So so if you're going through that, it's not that God hates you. And I know many people stop going to church as a result of going through a divorce because they don't feel like they're going to be welcomed anymore. Well, the church needs to be a place that you can be healed and that you can hear the Lord and you can sense the love of God. And if you're going through these things right now, we want to see you at Bible study on Wednesday night, okay? We have MFTs, Marriage Family Counselors there. Bobby and I know a lot of counselors also that we can get you connected with. Uh, but we want to make sure that you have the prayer support you need. Sometimes you just need to pull away for a season that you can get perspective and relax. To actually go through the process of a divorce is devastating. It is the worst thing ever. And I'm sure, I, I mean, I know that losing a child would be far worse, absolutely. But this destroys the family. This destroys the people in the process. So during that path, there are many times that you have the opportunity to get back together. There's a lot of steps before you actually find yourself going down that path. So if you're so fearful right now that you can't even pray about it because you're wondering about your husband or you're wondering about your wife, you don't know if you can trust them, you know that they've lied, you, like these are like real people issues. What are you supposed to do? You are supposed to go to the Lord. You need to go to the Lord and you need to be honest with him. Not, oh Lord, I know that you don't want this. No, you need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I feel like I'm going to walk through the valley of shadow of death and I need your light to guide my steps. Please, Father, help me to be 
honest to you during this time. And Lord, I pray that you open my ears that I can hear you during this time because I don't want to separate myself from you in this process. And you know what? You might not ever go through any further steps. If you can just go to the Lord, get in a group of fellowship with people, be able to open the word of God and ask him to talk to you. He will. Many times the Lord has sent me to uh, Isaiah 40, Isaiah 54. Fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood you will remember no more. For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. For God has called you like a wife deserted and grieved in spirit, like the wife of youth when she's cast off. You have to remember, God understands that your prayers do not have the ability to control other people. We all stand before God alone someday. We only have the ability to Well, we don't even really have the ability to control ourselves, but we only have the ability to cry out in faith for the Lord to help us for the self-control we need to continue to walk down the path, right? So if the Lord is saying, fear not, you're not going to be disgraced. If the Lord is saying, you will not be ashamed. If, If the Lord is saying, you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood. He's not saying he's ashamed of you. He's not saying he is against you. He's saying he knows that during this process, you will turn on yourself. And what I've seen with many women who are divorced is that then after they go through the process, even though it was, it took so much prayer and, and pain to get through the process, then they can't let go of it. They feel guilty. They feel like, I wish I could have just held on a little bit longer. You know what? We all wish. We all wish that. But somehow you ended up in this place and now God wants to help you. And the thing that helps me so much is that the Holy Spirit was given to each of us because he is our comforter, counselor teacher. He is the one who can heal us. He is our physician. And if we keep reaching out and calling out to Jesus, he can restore all things. I also want to address one other thing. And it's not that I've ever seen this, but I have heard of it from many pastors and their wives. It is possible for two people who are walking with the Lord to end up divorced. Now you can say, how can that be? Oh my gosh, that's not possible. And you know what? Tell you the truth, I feel that way too. Because I've only seen divorce as um, a result of adultery or selfishness or 
the person just decided they really didn't want to be married or like I've I've only seen divorce from the side of someone who doesn't want to give in the marriage they just want to do something else or they want something else so I agree but I have talked to many pastors and pastors wives who have done counseling I've talked to counselors about this too that two people who are walking with the Lord could get divorced. And I know that seems so odd, like what God has joined together, let not man separate. But can God separate? Would could God, You know what? God can do whatever God wants to do. And the illustration I'm thinking of is when two people, they end up going into mission fields and their separate callings. I know people right now that they're still married, but they haven't lived together for years because they're in completely separate mission fields. Now, they are completely committed to the things of God. Um, I know another couple that it was better. One was going in one direction with the Lord. One was going in a different direction with the Lord. And it was better to be single when they went to those places. So there are situations that we have to realize Oh, we always want to judge one or the other. Oh, this one's wrong. This one's wrong. You know, we got to watch what we judge. And we've got to watch how we judge. We never know what goes on behind closed doors. And we don't know how God is leading each one individually. But the goal is that the person stays with the Lord regardless. Even if they're the one in the wrong. Even if they're one that's saying, I just don't want to be in this marriage anymore. I'm out of here. That person still needs support because what matters most is that we keep our faith until the end. So what matters most, what should matter most to the Christian person in the church is that you are helping that person who's going through some sort of breakup to restore them, to help them be counseled back to the things of God. That is the priority. We have to remember that in the big picture of things, so in the eternal picture of things, we are brothers and sisters in Christ for eternity, but we are only husband and wife or mother and daughter, father and son, mother and son, you know, for the remains of this earth, okay? So those are titles and positions that we take on this earth but Jesus says in heaven we're like the angels there is no marriage or giving in marriage so we're brothers and sisters in Christ the the platform changes the foundation changes we are now all the bride of Christ there's no I mean men are called to be the bride of Christ as much as women so there is no husband and wife and and I feel badly whenever a Mormon person comes to my door, I bring up that very verse. Like the Mormon philo- uh, theology is based on marriage in the afterlife. Everything is about having your own planet and calling your wife back up. And that's why the wife has to be so good on earth so that the man, I mean, it gives the man total control. But if the woman's not good, the husband won't call her up after their debt. You know, it's, it's, sick and from a woman's perspective I feel so horrible for the uh, Mormon women but it's all about marriage and I will say to them if Jesus said there is no marriage in heaven how can you say 
that Mormonism is the next revelation from Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ, and, and you know, they believe Jesus is God, but they believe they're going to be gods. So the only difference is that Jesus came to earth as God when they have to work their way up to be God. That's the difference. And they'll look at me, and I'm telling you, those little missionaries look at me in the face and say, can you show me where it says that in the Bible? And the funny thing is, our New Testament, they call the Old Testament. Because their Book of Mormon now is the New Testament. So they'll say to me, can you show me where that is in the Old Testament? And I'll think, you mean the New Testament? Because Jesus said it, but that's their... And whenever I show them, they do not have an answer. Now, I have learned, because I have relatives in Utah... I have learned that the answer from the elders is that now uh, Joseph Smith has the greater and newer revelation. So now there is marriage in heaven, which is not, you know, I mean, that just keeps their, their religion going. But what I'm saying is, and I have to close out, and I will continue tomorrow with this topic. Just don't be deceived that the Lord doesn't love you, regardless of what you're going through or have gone through. He does love you. And if you need help, if you need counsel, if you need to talk to someone, we do a seminar on divorce and death. Um, and I've had many people ask me about it. So if you're interested, send me an email. This is Tony Lee Adamson. You can go to tladamson at dailydisciples.org or go to info at dailydisciples.org and I will get your email. Okay? It comes right to my computer, to mine and Bobby's. All right, that's it for today. This is Tony Lee Adamson from Bobby and Tony Lee Unplugged. Stay tuned for tomorrow. I'm going to continue this topic of marriage, divorce, and crisis in relationships. Okay, thanks so much, and we hope to see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Bobby and Tony Lee Unplugged. Tune in every day on air and online. For more real-life, real answers from Bobby and Tony Lee, subscribe to the Bobby and Tony Lee channel. And for more information, visit BobbyandTonyLee.com.